Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the 7... Mmm, dang. From the 757. Look at you cut me off. My bad. Nah, it's all good. That's my little intro. I was into it today. I see. (laughs) I see. I see. You was excited. You excited. You normally be acting like you ain't from here. You don't live here like that. So, you know, I'm glad that you said that 757, you know, with your chest. So that was was pretty cool. I'll take it. I'll let that ride. (laughs) Say it with my chest. Huh? Yeah, there you go. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. That's pretty good. good. We had a uh, a late start today. Today was uh, early release in um in my school district, and I think your kids were off. Right? Yeah, yeah, my kids didn't have school today. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, a little chaotic around the household. It's the uh, the end of the month, so I actually had two closings today. Um, one is actually closing right now as we speak. So if you see me. Or you hear my phone go off, or me look at my phone a couple times. Uh, that'll be what it's for. Um, actually, hold on, let me look right now. <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Today was chaotic. I had the kids. My uh, Brooke, my wife, she had made plans uh, today, uh, so she was running around, and you know, I had the kids for the better part of the the day. So, um, but yeah, we're here. We're here. Definitely excited. It's been. Uh, Shoot, two weeks since we recorded. We weren't able to record last week, I think. Uh, what was going on last week while we recorded? Um, I believe I was sick. That's right. Yeah, you weren't feeling too well. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 How you, you feeling? Feeling all right? Feeling better? Yeah, feeling better. Okay. Yep. It so all started wrong? on, like, Wednesday. I woke up. Um, My body was aching and stuff like that. And then Thursday, I actually had dentist appointments for me and the kids. And Okay. Um, my husband ended up taking all the kids, <laughs> and then I stayed home. I didn't even go to my dentist appointment, so I have to reschedule that. Okay. And then Friday, I was just kind of being um, cautious because, you know, Brian got kids, and I know how it could be if you around people who are sick, and then you go home, and then that's just yeah a lot, you know? Yeah. You don't want the kids to be sick. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I pretty much uh, stayed in because of that. Okay. Yep. I'm glad to see and hear that you're doing well. Oh, I think yeah. uh doing a lot better. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think and I, I had I... and I had double pink eye. I forgot about that part. Double pink eye? Yeah, double pink eye. Went to the doctor. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? So both your eyes had pink Bo- eye. What, what both, you got? Of them. both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. With the FF yes. joint. It both started of off with one and I had yeah. red eye a red eye and I thought, you know, maybe I scratched it or something, you know. And uh it just it stayed longer than it, it should have. <laughs> you okay. know. You know, you know how I, I, I was looking like I was stoned. Like, it was crazy. Like you were stoned. Oh, like you were stoned. stoned. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, high, okay. Yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, high. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My eyes was what they call bloodshot red. Like, yeah. it was crazy. So, um, it started off, like I said, it started off with one eye. And then it uh, actually, the next day, um, came in the other eye. And I knew it was something different because it was like, you, my eyes would be like, when I wake up in the morning, they'll be closed shut. I had like that mucus. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so I went to the doctor and the doctor informed me that um, I didn't have like your traditional pink eye, like the bacteria pink eye. I had the allergy-induced pink eye. Allergy-induced pink eye? Who knew? What, I had so allergies all my life. She said, basically, I guess my allergies had gotten so bad that it basically caused my eyes to do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. allergy-induced pink eye. Yep. I tell you, boy, you learn something new. Learn I, something new every yeah. day. Listen, I remember pink, pink eye sucks, though. Or even having, like, a sty in your eye. You know, those, like, you know. I, you never, st- I never got a sty before. You never had a sty in your eye before? Uh-uh, oh, never. wow. Okay. Yeah, I never had What, your kids? Any of your kids nope. ever had a sty in your uh-uh. eye? Oh, man. We haven't went through chicken pox yet. Maya never had chicken pox. She a teenager. I got oh, wow. chicken pox in, like, grade school like yeah i was young. definitely I was like, sixth grade or younger i was young. i was younger than that I, I, I know i was in elementary school when i got uh chicken yeah. pox yeah. we haven't we haven't experienced chicken pox but I also don't really let my kids go too many places so yeah and she is that something though I, I know growing up i remember hearing like every person is supposed to have like is that like real like is every well, person supposed to experience chicken pox like that's what they say i mean okay. from the, my understanding when i was a kid was you're supposed Look, to you start experience itching, right it. when I said it too. You start itching. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so when my from my experience, when you when you were younger, you would have to get chick like getting it was like you the, your parents knowing that you would be okay in the future. Yeah. Because I guess it's it's worse if you get chickenpox as an adult. As older, yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. So, and I guess it can. I, I'm I'm assuming it can be deadly. For real? Yeah, no, I, I didn't know, know that. I mean, it's a disease. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so. something. A virus. I mean, virus, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
Needless to say, I'm, saying, I'm about to look that up. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I hadn't. It's funny. I have, I feel like I haven't heard the word chicken pox mentioned yeah. in a long time. Like I, mean, yeah. I don't know. Like I don't even know because my kids are younger. I know you have your your children are a little older than mine. At least your oldest is anyway. Yeah. Um, but even like my couple of my buddies and peers, I haven't. I mean. I guess you don't probably go out and say, hey, my kid has chicken pox, but I really haven't heard nobody ever mention it I recently, mean, though. Like, I haven't heard, like, nobody. Yeah. I'm literally, like, I have, you know, friends that have kids that are teenagers, even some that are, like, actually 18, 19 now. Yeah, the last time yeah, we heard I've about never heard. pox was when monkeypox was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. heard about chicken pox like yeah. that. But, I mean, like I said, it's it's probably something that is known, you know, still around, just not as around at, not as around as often mm. as often you know what i'm trying to nah, say i don't know what do you say Try Ooh, it again. Let me <laughs> slow down it's too late that it's, ha- it's happy hour it's happy, happy hour, hour. Time, it's right? calling my name yeah. you sure you ain't already answered the phone nah. what you talking yeah. i did not answer that phone uh-uh 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 but nah, nah but that's, that's yeah glad to hear you two doing Look better that though. up and you know bring it to the next uh next podcast yeah <laughs> bring your index cards yeah <laughs> yeah but now nah, it's been it's been it's been um Obviously, it's been a little minute since uh, we spoke. Yeah, um, a lot has happened since then. Yeah, a lot has happened. I remember the weekend, the last podcast we did the weekend. I um, we did like a little staycation. Uh, me and my family yeah. down at the beach. It was like freezing. Actually, that day it was crazy because my son had his uh, first basketball game, which was pretty cool. Um, he did better than what I thought he was. It was funny because. You know how any any folks who play basketball or know like how you warm up before a game, right? Mm-hmm. So before the game, he was you know hitting his shots, warming up and everything, and so they warmed up shooting at one particular hoop, mm-hmm. right? And then so when the game start started, they started their offense was going towards the other hoop, right? Mm-hmm. And so it had not just by sub, but everybody confused on his team and even another team. So like when his team was on offense. He was like playing defense, and then when his team was on defense, he was acting like he was playing offense because <laughs> he was in warmups. They were shooting at one hoop, so he didn't understand the concept of like, hey, now they have to go shoot at the other hoop. Yeah. So he, his mind was like, okay, if, we, if this is the hoop that we're going to be shooting at, so he was actually supposed to be on defense at that time, but he was acting like he was on offense. So yeah. glad that he didn't like shoot the ball in the hoop and give him the other team any points, nothing like that. But he was funny, man. He 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 did well. Um, you know, like I said, uh, it, it was just funny watching. That age group is funny. Yeah, it is. It's very funny, man. He he uh, he made me proud, and you know, I got some uh, got some good footage of it or whatnot. And you know, did he kept you cry? No, nah, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I had I had moments where I felt like, you know, I don't know. I was like one of the moments, like, yeah, I'm gonna remember this forever. Teary you know eyes. what I'm saying? Nah, I didn't, I, I didn't even move me to that emotion, man. It was, okay. but it was just one that was like, ah, like yeah, like a proud feeling. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, hey, my, you know, this is my son out here you know, doing this. And I remember, like, you know, when I was that young. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, but, yeah, it was cool. Um, then after, like I said, after that, that's when we went to the hotel. And actually, when we left the basketball game, it was snowing. Like, it actually, I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Do you remember that day? It was, like, a little flurries kind of in the yeah. air that day. Yep. And I was like, dang, this is the day we go down to stay at the beaches where it's actually this cold and it's got flurries or whatever. But it was cool. We kind of hung out. We went to this place called Mellow Mushroom that the kids love. The pizza is really, really good. Um, I think just the dough that they make is, is really good. I don't know uh what they do that's different, but it's really good. Um, but, yeah, we had a really good time that weekend. And um, the NFL playoffs started, like I mentioned, my 49ers uh, played. So we was in the hotel just watching the games, kicking back, relaxing, and, you know, walked the strip a little bit. And just had a good time, man. Just kind of, you know, get out the get out the house, but not necessarily go nowhere, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, staycation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it was good. So that particular night that we recorded, it was my husband's birthday. We went to Abadar, Ab- Abadar? Is that Aberdeen. Like? Aberdeen. <laughs> It was my first time going, so don't, you know. Yeah. Um, went there for uh, dinner. That was pretty cool. The food was pretty cool. It was good. Okay. I liked everything. Um, what did y'all get? You don't matter what you get. So I, I had your steak, right? Yeah. Okay. So I ended up getting the, I think it was called a steak Caesar or something like that. Basically, mm-hmm. it was like a filet mignon with a crab on top. Okay. And then I got okay. like a baked potato and... I think a salad or something like that. But okay. we had appetizers. So for appetizers, we had wings. Got the kids some fries. Um, I think my family ate calamari. I don't eat calamari. And then... Calamari um, banging. Crab, you don't like calamari? Cake. Well... It's like the squid or like... No, 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 no. I don't have an issue with eating it. It's uh, just that the past experiences that I've, that I've had with calamari, and okay. I've had it like quite a few times, mm-hmm. every single time, um, I've, I've thrown up. Oh wow! It. Yeah, so I don't know oh, why. I, I think it tastes amazing. I would eat it, but mm-hmm. it's just not for me. So gotcha. 
I, I I prefer. I would much rather get a have an allergy than 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 to. Throw oh yeah, up. throw up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing up is like I try to I try so. to not throw up. Like even if I'm like really sick and I know like throwing up probably make me feel yeah, better. I just don't exactly. even like the action of throwing yeah, up. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I don't like that, so I just stay away from it. I'm looking at it like, oh, that look good. I want to try it again, <laughs> but I'm like, nah, because if I go home and I'm sick, I, I, it's not going to be a good feeling. So yeah. I stay away from it. But we got crab cakes, so okay. that was good there. And then um, let's see. Some um, My daughter ordered like a seafood um, pasta, with, which had um, uh, shrimp, scallions, and then she added chicken to it. And I actually um, tasted the uh, scallion, and it was actually pretty good. Okay. Scallop. Not scallion, scallops. Scallops, yeah. okay, yeah. And, yeah scallops um, are good. I like scallops. Yeah. I, I I've never liked them. I've always had them, and they were like chewy. Yeah, but yeah. That you gotta, day, yeah. they were. They yeah, were they got to be cooked point. right. Yeah, yeah, you do because you don't want to overcook them because they could like be like really nice if you overcook mm-hmm. them. But you also want to undercook them because, like you said, they could be real like gooey. Yeah, type of stuff. it's yeah, funny because so. my my friend she uh she called me. It was her son's birthday this past weekend, and she said that she wanted to cook him a special meal. And he's like teenager, so he requested lobster. So she was mm. like, "Man," she was like, she, "She's she's um, vegan." So oh, wow. okay. So every now and again, she may taste something, especially if yeah. she's cooking it, but yeah, she yeah, don't yeah. really full on, fully uh, fully on eat it. And so she said, she called me. She was like, "Where do I get a lobster from?" So she said she ended up going to some some fresh market or something like that. I don't okay. know if you ever heard of that. I think it's in Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah, fresh market. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't, I've never been in one, but uh, she said she brought the lobster home, and I guess they must have gave her the whole lobster. Oh wow! And she was like, "It had guts in it," oh, and yeah. all, I was like, "Girl, you're supposed to just go get yeah. lobster tails." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can avoid all of that. Yeah, and yeah, she was yeah. like, "I didn't know." I said, "Go to Kroger." Like, I yeah, mean, yeah. if you don't have anywhere else. To go yeah yeah at minimum go there and so anyway long story short she ended up making some lobster she was like you know i guess some years ago same thing happened with her experience she said it was chewy i guess whoever cooked it overcooked it yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. same same thing. i used to get i used to cook scallops all the time like you like I haven't done it in a while, but I did used to go to, like you said, Kroger or even some other different markets. Like, you'll go to, like, farmer's markets where you can get, you know, fresh seafood that's, like, caught that same day. You know, get, like, oysters and stuff like that. And so we used to we used to get um, scallops pretty frequently. And um, like you said, it was always kind of tough to kind of gauge exactly, you know, what's the perfect temperature, how long to, you know, cook it. You yeah, because they're all different sizes, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 they're different sizes and just, you Yeah, know. I've never cooked a scallop, uh, yeah. scallop before, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so yeah, went there. Um, since then, I've been a Cutlass Girl twice, meeting with agents. I feel like yeah, it is. But I'm done with Jamaican soon. food. You done with Jamaican food? Done for at least a couple months. I mean, that, a couple months. Yeah, Jeez. I'm done. Yeah, I love me some food. <laughs> I love that. It was funny because the last time I went, the agent was like, "You didn't even eat your food." I was like, "I did eat." I mean, I'm you know I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full. That's funny. Um, my 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 um. One of my units, the one that I just recently rehabbed, is finally done, so it's on the market for rent. Thank God. Oh, that's sweet. If I can get a rent. I remember you tried, yeah, because you. I remember you told me you was mentioning that. Um, you got to show me the pictures. So it'll be dope to see that as yeah. well. Yeah. See, yeah. like, yeah, before and after pictures of it. Or? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah, right, cool. I posted some online. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. Just check your Instagram. Check no. my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, that's cool. That's cool. And you, you have you said you're it's up for rent now. Yep. What? So, how much you renting for? 1300 1300 okay. Yep. All right, cool. Let me yep. see if I can maybe find somebody that's uh Yeah, find somebody. For you. ASAP. Yeah. ASAP. ASAP. It's in Norfolk, I think you told me, right? Yep. Okay. Norfolk. All right, cool, yep. cool, cool. We had our sales meeting. I didn't get a chance to go to the sales meeting because I was, um, wasn't um feeling too well, but you went to it. Let's, yeah. Did you, how did it, how was it? I mean, I, mean, I know it was, it was packed, right? Yeah. Because I, I was on, so at our sales meeting, um, it's always nice to see people in person since we're in this like pandemic and you can't really, they really don't have, we don't really interact in the office too much. You know, we could all work from home, things like that. Yeah. So, um, even though I was sick, I still logged in to the zoom. Um, and when I was in there, I mean, <laughs> they looked like sardines in the room. I was <laughs> like, Ooh, thank God I didn't go today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a lot, it was a lot of folks. I mean, they, um, like you said, because of, you know, everyone pretty much does their own thing um when they do say hey can you come you know they 
you know, they, they really would like for you to come, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just kind of get everyone around, talk, get the good energy, you know, kind of get some, maybe there's something that someone's doing that you can maybe chat chat with them about or whatever. So, yeah, it was a lot of folks there. It's top of the year. You know, everybody has that newfound energy, trying to attack the year, trying yeah. to see, you know, what edge they can, uh, they can provide for the, you know, for their clients or whatnot. So it was pretty cool. Like I said, yeah. it was a good time. Um, good time to, you know, it was good uh, people coming off that, like, you know, holiday times or whatever. Everybody's kind of happy and excited or whatever. So it was cool. It was yeah. cool. It was cool. Yeah, um, and then you also had a closing. Yeah. And, yeah. A, and the dope thing is, is so <clears throat> what I liked about this closing was this particular closing, because I think you did you you show me a picture of it. But anyway, yeah. the, they, they closed inside of the house. And yeah. I did that, actually. So when I first purchased my first home, we closed at the house in the kitchen. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's up. And so that's a unique way of closing because – Typically or traditionally, you you know you sit at a table and and back in the day it used to be where the sellers and the buyers would actually close together. Close together. Yeah, I remember that. And so yeah. then you know of course over time and um, things change over time and so it got to be where you know you could close separately and so you may not even know the seller to the Correct. house that you're buying, but then even nowadays they can have a mobile notary go out to your home and you could actually close inside your home which is pretty dope because then you don't have to really it's not it doesn't feel as intimidating because you're Correct. inside the house that you're buying and then when you're done it's like the mobile notary leaves and you're there and you're just like oh my god this is my house Correct. Mine. Correct. You know? so Correct. i always think that those types of closings are pretty cool yeah that was cool it was um an agent i worked with crystal um we've been killing it actually so far this year man we've got like four or five deals um already in, in january and even a couple for february so we've been we've been uh, hitting there hitting the year, hitting the ground running. And um, it was her pastor, actually. Um, nice. So it was a good brother. Um, you know, we, he was able to close on his home. Um, he was excited, like you said. Uh, you know, we had to close and actually at his house. Um, so we were there, we took pictures. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Like I said, I uh, I don't go to all of my closings. Um, you know, I mean, but some, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just impossible with my schedule. But uh, I, I try to make some of them, you know, especially um, Crystal. She was actually out of town. Um, she, she went on vacation the same day he was closing. So. And I want to make sure that um you know that someone represented you know for the team or whatnot. So, but yeah, it was it was dope. It was dope. We had a good time. He was excited. He was happy. Uh, he kept smiling. You know what I mean. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Also too. Um. Like I said, just kind of catching up since the last time we spoke. Um. To the folks is this past weekend. I had a great time too because this past weekend. Um. I went down to Carolina, down in Chapel Hill, and I uh, went to go see the Carolina Tar Heel basketball team play against NC State. Um, so it was pretty cool. Uh, it was me, my dad, and my son. We went, um, and so it's kind of a little story about that because I'm originally from North Carolina. Um, big Tar Heel fans um, had some family that went to Tar went to uh, went to UNC. Um, so that's kind of where that stems from. Um, and then my dad, when I was probably like four or five years old, my dad brought me to my very first Tar Heel game because my aunt went there, and so he used to visit her on campus, which is his wife, my mom's sister. Um, and so this was like late 80s, early 90s. So I went to a game, fell in love with the color light blue. It's one of my favorite colors. Um, and so ever since then, I've always been a big Tar Heel fan. So um, now that my son is of age, he's four, you know, turning five this year, it was kind of like the perfect thing to, to do to go ahead and say, hey, you know, my dad wanted to go. So we've been kind of making it an every year thing where every year we'll go check out a game together. And he was like, hey, you know, it's that time to go ahead and have Nile come with us. So we was like, all right, cool. So we took a road trip down there. This past Saturday morning, we drove down, um, hung out, you know, ate, you know, and now I was kind of like hanging in with hanging with the fellas. It was pretty cool to see my boy kind of, you know, just, you know, he just he was just chilling, man. It was funny, man. He was having a good time in the hotel room, jumping on back back and forth from both beds. Um, it was crazy, man. It was it was cool. And we had a really good time. The Tar Heels won. Um, I posted some videos on social media. A lot of people were laughing and um, saying, you know, it was really, really nice. So um, definitely, definitely had a good time. Uh, we came back the very next morning. It sucked because. On the drive back, it's a lot of three-hour drive from here. It was pouring down, raining. The weather was terrible on Sunday, um, so yep, I just hate I was driving. Up in that weather. Yeah, I just hate driving <laughs> like in that like, terrible, especially like on the road. Like you know, it'd be different just kind of going from here to there. But you know, be on the road a couple hours in the rain like that, I and mean, I just 
I don't know. I just don't really care for it. So yeah. I was trying to make sure we got home, you know, safely and quickly as well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Um, we had a really, really good time. Now, still to this day, he's talking about it. He's asking about, hey, well, are we going to another basketball game? So I'm like, yep, yours um, on Sunday. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Saturday is like you, you playing, you suiting Saturday, up this time. Yeah, yeah you suiting up this time, bro. So we can watch you suit up, you know. So he was like, well, no, I'm talking about, you know, I want to eat pizza and ice cream and all that. And I'm like, okay, we can get that after you after you play. Yeah, after right. you play. So, um, but now we had we had a really really good time, and then also on Sunday, uh, that weekend, my 49ers beat the Cowboys. So I know it's a lot of Cowboys fans out there. It's a America's team, as they say. Is that um, what they call it? They call it an America's okay. team, yeah. That's so, funny. <clears throat> yeah, so we, uh, my Niners knocked them off on Sunday, and so uh, now it's down to the last four teams uh, left in the NFL playoffs. So we play the Eagles this weekend, and so hopefully. Uh, Y'all win. Yeah, hopefully we win, man. If we win, we go to the Super Bowl, man. I already got, my parents said that they'll watch the kids, so I'm definitely, uh, I'll be there at the Super Bowl, man. It'll be one of my bucket list okay. items to go check uh, check my boys out out in Arizona. Out in the West Coast, and I've been to Arizona before, so I'm hoping that um, hoping they can pull it off this weekend. It's gonna be tough. Philly's Philly's tough, man. Philly's been the best team all year, so we'll have to really uh, have our A game to win. But I think we I think we got a shot though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, besides that, let me see. I had a home ice seminar. Um, that was uh this past weekend, and of course. How did um, I go? Was all right. Eh. Eh. Mm. <laughs> we're not, we're nah. not even gonna go into not gonna talk about, about that, that one. one. Okay, <laughs> all right, we'll leave that one alone. We'll leave that alone. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then let me see what else happened to me. Oh, um, of course, you know I talk about it all the time. We back in volley, volleyball mode, so every Sunday, um, we have games. Okay. Pretty much. That's been going pretty like, well. Yeah. Okay. It's actually been going pretty well. Um I we were we were at practice uh th- last last night and um but the coach was like, you know, I I, I believe we're gonna go to the uh to the like playoffs. playoffs. Okay. Is, yeah. Cool. Is what they call I don't even know. Is that the official term? I don't even know. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. I think pretty yeah. So I would she think so. she basically playoffs. said that and she was kinda like going over to dance and I was like, Oh shoot, because we got this other <laughs> volleyball thing that's getting ready to happen. It's gonna kinda overlap. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it'll be all right. We'll figure it out. Okay. When that time comes, but um, I know that uh, on a more uh, sadder note, yeah, you had a friend that yeah, yeah, my buddy, um, my 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 buddy Stan, man, uh, you know he's been my barber man since I was like in middle school. I remember I never forget one of my buddies in middle school. He would always come to the come to school with a with a fresh edge up and had them long sideburns. I don't know if you remember those back in the day, uh, Sophia, mm, but I used me. to like that joint when you had like the skinny long sideburns. Um, you know, no, I don't remember that. Oh, excuse me. That's what. Hold on, wait. They did that here in VA. Yeah, I mean, like what when your sideburns side was like, you know, the, the skinny ones when they go like to like right here. No. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. Fair enough. okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, when you're that. back then, though, I mean, this is like when you're younger, so it's like you can't. I mean, I'm talking about like 12, 13, so you can't have like a full beard yet. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay, so it's yeah. kind of like that. Um, those hairs right there, they'll just make it look like you'll like you. Well, no, it really was. I mean, your hair really was down to about oh, here that's the most i mean yeah. you know anyway long story short yeah, um my, 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 my buddy would come to school he would have a fresh edge up so i was like yo who cuts your hair and he was like yo, my cousin does i was like first like well yo i want to get my hair cut by him but he was like man he's way out in portsmouth so i was like dang so this is before i was driving so i would actually like hitch a ride with him anytime he would go and we would get my hair cut and literally since then i mean i've had a couple people cut my hair in between like moving around college and all that different stuff but um, he's been the consistent person, man. His uh, his son actually passed away uh, last week, so I definitely uh, want to send my prayers to him and his family. Um, they actually yes, had the funeral definitely. today. Um, I stopped by yesterday for the uh, for the wake, and uh, it was it was sad, man. It was really really sad. Of I mean, course. his son was only eighteen years old, so he was just becoming a man, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was it was just a sad situation. Um, you know, I'm not going to put too much information out there, man, about it, but definitely want to keep them in my prayers. Um, and like I said, that's my guy, man. You know, he, he's my guy, man. I was able to talk to him a little bit yesterday, and uh, he was really appreciative of uh, of me coming by, and even some other folks that we have common friends were able to stop by and uh, and show him some time, show him some love in a time of yeah. you know, a time of heart and, and grief. So that's sad. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. you were able to go and support. That's yeah, sad. yeah, yeah. It's to the best of your ability. Right? Yeah, yeah. He actually, I know that when you when you lose people, you you don't know what he's going through, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. But. Yeah, because it's not you're Just not supposed to checking not, in every now and again, seeing yeah, how you're doing. I mean, that's the that's what you got to do. You can't just reach out the first time. You gotta, yeah, like, yeah, kind of get to yeah. Checking. 
Because you, I mean, you're not supposed to have to, you know, as they say, like bury your child. Like Correct. it's not supposed to be that way. It's not mm-hmm. set up to be that way. So to have to act, to have to endure that type of pain and emotion, like it's, I, I can't even imagine it. Like I, mm-hmm. I it's un, it's indescribable, man. But uh, mm-hmm. but Stan was my guy, man. I, it's, if we have a running joke. I'll just mention this real quick to kind of leave it on a on a lighter note. Um, like at my wedding, man. He, uh, you know, like. At weddings, when people can come up and make like a speech, you know yeah. what I'm saying about mm-hmm. you know the, bar, the bride or the groom, and so at my wedding, man, Stan had the speech of the night. Like he came up and he was he was a little inebriated, Ready. yeah, he was a little inebriated. He had his sunglasses on and everything, man. And he was like, mind you, my barber, he's older than me. he's probably got me by about ten years, uh-huh. and so he was like, he looked at my parents, he was like, you know what, I want to be like Brian. He was like, even though I'm older than him. That he was like he just a, he he just a good guy he just a good guy man like I don't ever really tell him this man we he's like I've known and talked to him for years and I've seen him become young the man and he just always do the right thing man like I love that dude man like that dude I, if I ever want to like think of, if I'm in a situation where I gotta think what I need to do I call him because he always know the right thing to do and he just it's a law he talked for like 20 minutes but it was just it was the speech that we have we i've watched it a couple times it's funny me and him joke about it all the time or whatever man so that's my guy man i love to do man so definitely yeah so yeah, yeah. that that's sad yeah, but yeah yeah heart goes out to you s- yeah stan yeah 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 all right so um Anything else? I mean, that two weeks is a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, like we, we talked. Yeah, I mean, I probably yeah. missed a couple of things, but I mean, that was, you know, the gist of uh, the last two weeks. To be honest with you. So, All right, guys. Yeah. So, you know what we do next? Exercise your knowledge. So during this segment, we're gonna ask you a mortgage-related question. Uh, we're gonna reveal the answer later on in the segment, but during that time, we want you to think about the answer, hold it in the back of your mind while um, listening to the topic of the day. And today's exercise, your knowledge question is, if a lender happens to ask you to provide a transaction history or a bank statement, can you identify the difference? Mm. Do you think you know what that is? Do you do you really, can, <laughs> at the top of your head, do you know like, oh, okay, let me go get this bank statement they're asking, or let me go get this transaction history. Can you identify those terms? Mm. And do you know what exactly what they mean? Mm. Yeah. Or are or are they different? Are yeah. they one and the same? Yeah. 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 That's that's <laughs> Yeah, man. Like I look, I had man, yep. that's that I talk about yep. that all the We're time. Talk well, about yeah, it later. okay, let me I didn't <laughs> want to get too far. Yeah. I, like, I already I just had like nightmares just flash across my brain uh-huh. when you said yeah. it. So I just like, Oh man, I can't wait to get into like, that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, don't bring me that heartache, Dan- man. <laughs> Three days before closing. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You huh? didn't give me the right thing. Yeah, oh gosh. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, so keep that at the back of your mind. We're going to reveal the question here shortly. So today's topic, we wanted to talk about, and and this is going to be um, geared towards your um, home buyers that are looking for, like, down payment assistance. So down payment Mm -hmm. assistance is basically um, special programs that assist you with not not making a down payment or limiting your down payment. Yeah. Now, we all know that when you're buying a house, there's down payment and then there's closing costs. So we're specifically talking about the down payment assistance portion. So when you are applying for this down payment assistance, you essentially don't have any down payment, right? How much money do you need to save? Can you come and buy a house with no money at all? Is that like a thing? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. So um, (laughs) like Sophia said, uh, when it comes to purchasing a house, we wanted just to kind of go over a couple of must-haves as far as monies that you would need. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a situation where you're scrambling and we're needing to get a, a bank statement or a transaction history the day before closing or a couple days before closing to make sure that we show that you have Correct. enough money for closing or whatnot. So Correct. if you're prepared on the front end, then like I said, always we're looking at trying to provide that experience and that A1 service for you. So you know the money's part is typically the part that could make the experience not the greatest. Correct. Um, so when yes. it comes to the monies, we'll go over a couple of things that uh, you want to make sure you have put to the side. So you know when when you are in that position or when you're looking to you know look for your home search, that you're able to you know experience the home buying process and it be a more positive one. Um, so like Sophia mentioned, we're looking at buyers that are able to get down payment assistance, right? So obviously 
down payment is is key, you know, right? So if you're in a situation where if you're a first-time home buyer and you qualify, or there's other programs where you don't have to not, not have to necessarily be a home first-time home buyer, but you're able to get down payment assistance. So one thing that you got to have is when you're looking to put an offer on a house, so you've already been pre-approved, you have to have what's called an earnest money deposit. Right. Or EMD. Or EMD. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yep, EMD. So that's just obviously short for earnest money deposit. <laughs> and uh, and what that does is that just shows when you're putting an offer in, you're putting up a couple of your own dollars. That shows the seller that you're serious about this home buying purchase, right? Because what's going to happen is they're putting their house out there on the market to be purchased. And if they do accept your offer, they're removing the house from the market and so they're not entertaining any other offers once you guys have a, a, a ratified contract or an agreement, you know, on terms between, you know, you buying the house and them selling the house. So by you putting up a couple of dollars as collateral, mm -hmm. that shows the seller that, hey, if you default from this contract, this is money that I'm able to take keep. to keep yeah. in that situation, you know, for my time loss that I could have been selling the home to somebody else. Right. And so typically. You know, you want to look at having, I would say, anywhere between $500 to $1,000 um, prepared for that earnest money deposit. That's on your great. lower purchase prices, you know, anywhere I would say below three hundred dollars to $400,000, you could probably get away with uh, $500. In Virginia. Yeah, in Virginia. No, in Virginia. no, no, no. Let me take that back. In Hampton Roads. Hampton Roads. There you because go. Because yeah. when, once you get a little bit closer up there to D.C., I actually work with an agent that's up there. They at minimum want one percent. There you go. That's so, true. Yeah, even in know, Maryland, that's how yeah. they do it as well. Because I've yeah. done some. Obviously, we're licensed mm -hmm. in several states, so different states. Even North Carolina, they have a yep. thing called your due diligence. Yep. So they have an earnest money deposit and a due diligence as Correct. well. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, we're specifically speaking about the Hampton Roads area. Mm -hmm. You want to have because that's where we service most with us you know, living here. Um, but you want to have at least that five hundred to one thousand dollar for that earnest money deposit. That's correct. Right. And then. Um, you then you also want to have um, enough money for your home inspection. So yep. I think in a previous episode, we discussed the difference between what's in a, your home inspection and your appraisal. Yeah. So the home inspector um, is someone that you utilize. It's not it's, it's highly recommended but not required. Correct. And basically, the home inspector is going to go in and tell you any and everything that could be wrong with the home. Yeah. So if there's a light bulb out, the home inspector going to say, Hey, you need to replace this light bulb. Yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that costs money, and it's an upfront cost for you. So, um, I would say save between you know three hundred and maybe I don't know six hundred for yeah. your average size home. If you if you're purchasing a million dollar home, it might be a little bit more, but they gauge their prices based on the square footage of the property. So, yeah. they'll tell you ahead of time before they come out to the property the price of the home inspection. Again, we highly recommend a home inspection, but it's not required. Yeah, and I'll say this real quick, that, too. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, but that's something that you definitely want to save for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely important. Um, I'll say this, too. Me, obviously, I'm an investor. You know, you mentioned before, I have a couple of properties out there that I'm, I'm doing right now, yeah. um, rehabbing and building. And uh, I had a house, or I have a house in Virginia Beach that just had a, a buyer, young, sweet couple, young couple, first-time home buyer. Yeah. And I kind of had a feeling that this was going to happen, but they got on a contract to purchase the house that I have. And the home inspection sometimes can be overwhelming or scary to okay. a buyer because you see all these things that the home inspector says is either needs to be fixed or just needs to be noted. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was a whole bunch of, of small things on there like, hey, this, um, I don't know, this electrical cover is loose and you know, this part right here, the, the water is not flowing, um, you know, uh, with enough pressure out of the tub. You know, just little small things stuff that, that you can, can the things that can easily be fixed that's not a huge issue. Um, but we actually had those buyers who we were under contract with um, decide not to move forward with the mm -hmm. purchase of the home. So now we actually um, are putting the home back on the market, which is unfortunate, you know, because once you've agreed to terms, you're thinking, um, you know, everything's going to get there, get to closing right now. They're going to get a new home and then obviously I'll be able to benefit um, financially yeah. from it. But um, but yeah, it was just one of the situations where your home inspection's there to help find things and the home inspection's going to find stuff. So you don't, don't as a buyer, when a home inspection is um, given to you, um, it'll be broken down to show you like the severity of stuff on there. Most Correct. home inspectors will, will kind of detail that. So don't let that kind of scare you from buying the home. I just want to put that out there, even though that personally happened to me. I've seen a lot of people walk away with situ from situations and then they try to find something else that's better than that. A lot of times 
it's they not. They missed their blessing. Yeah, they missed their blessing that first time, and then they start mm-hmm. trying to find something. Like, unless you're buying a new home and even new homes. Even, new, even a, home inspe- a home inspector can even ding things on a absolutely. construction property. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Their job is to pick it apart. Absolutely. I, you know you know how you had, I mean, if you, if you guys had that teacher or that professor where you you gave your all and then they just want to pick it apart. <laughs> You know, you ever yeah, had that no, happen? I did, actually. Yeah, you get yeah, that paperback, yeah. it's got all that red on yeah, it. You're yeah. like, dang, yeah. I did, like, the most with this. And then they, they just picked it apart. Yeah. But they did that to, you know, just kind of be, <laughs> better, for better words, an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, that's that's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to tell you, like, at, at the worst what's yeah. happening, right? Correct, correct. I've had a person walk away. So, basically, the home inspection stated that the electrical box needed labels. So anybody who, who's a homeowner or even in an apartment, there's going to be an electrical box where you can turn your power on and off in different segments of the home. You can kind of like um, turn off different areas at a time as opposed to shutting down all the power in your house. And I guess this particular electrical box didn't have like living room, dining mm-hmm. room, you know, all the different yeah. um, you labels. Should, that should not and not have you saw, a house hold because on, of listen, that. <laughs> that. That's not the issue. Oh, okay. The issue was they saw electrical box and that just was like, oh, it's something wrong with the electrical oh, box. They man. didn't even read what the home inspector was trying to say or, yeah. or maybe they read it and didn't quite understand. Yeah. You know, it's all about asking the questions don't assume really understand what those things mean even reach out to your home inspector and have them give you an explanation i remember when i all the home inspections that i've had i mean if i didn't understand something i'll be like hey can you show me what you're talking about or can can we discuss this a little bit further because i don't quite get it yeah and i'm pretty sure you're spending your money with them they're going to be more than happy to give you an explanation but Anyways, have money for your home inspection because that's something that's out of pocket. It's non-refundable. Once it's done, they did their job. Even if you don't move forward with the property, you paid and it, it's forfeited. You're done. Correct. Right. Um, the third item. Yeah, I would say the third the item is appraisal. appraisal. Yeah, yeah. So the appraisal um, typically is going to be and it's kind of it, it, we have it. There's normally like a fixed amount. It's about 600 bucks. Um, that's kind of your norm, but again, if you're looking at a, a larger size home, sometimes your your much bigger homes it can be more, yeah, or even multi-families where there's multiple living spaces that have to be um, evaluated. You know, those homes, um, the the cost for the appraisal will actually be a little bit more on those particular homes. But typically, what I see is about six hundred dollars is kind of the uh, the average cost right. when it comes to that. Now, um, in most cases, that cost is collected at the time you know, of you ratifying that contract. And then let's say after the home inspections happen and you want to go ahead and move forward with the purchase and everything looks good, um, then that's when you go ahead and order that set appraisal. And then that's when you pay for that cost. There's some unique situations where you're able to defer that cost to closing and then have it paid at closing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in most cases, we do require that you pay um, that appraisal at the time of us ordering the appraisal, which would right. be after um, you've ratified the, uh, the PICRA, which is just the property inspection contingency removal addendum, where it just has all the information that you maybe have requested to have the seller fix, and they've assigned to say, hey, and they looked at the home inspection, they see these things, they say, hey, we'll fix all these things before the home is, uh, before you close on the home. And so once that's happened, that's normally the last contingency um, that's there until you actually close on the home. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's something to save for. Yeah. Because that could be an upfront cost, depending on what lender you're working with. Um, that's actually a fee that is paid, no matter if you close on the home. Correct. So you got to think about it from the perspective of that home inspector or that appraiser. Yeah. When they go out and do their job, they deserve to get paid. Absolutely. So that is a cost that you pay up front, even if you decide not to move forward with the property, or even if financing falls through whatever the case they still have to be get paid for doing their job absolutely okay and then of course um a couple miscellaneous things is uh reserves yeah so we don't really mention um reserves yeah too often and that is a requirement so for some of these uh 
special programs, especially yeah. like here in Virginia, the VHDA. Yeah. Um, they do want to see that you do have the ability to save. They yeah. want to see that you have funds that could potentially save you for a month of not having income. Correct. So typically, um, VHDA wants to see, I think it's uh, 1%. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's 1%. Yeah. But depending on your file, your individual file, they could ask for two to three months of reserves. reserves. And basically what that is is it's your monthly payment times one, times two, or times three. Correct. So So if if you're estimated to be, let's say your payment's estimated to be $1,800 a month, and that's, you know, your principal interest, taxes, and insurance, so your whole payment. Use $1,500. Yeah. Nah, eighteen hundred. Okay. I love. We got we got to stretch them a little bit, right? right? You know what I'm saying? That's that's too easy. I want to. want their mind to start working a little bit. <laughs> so let's say eighteen hundred. I think we. I think you were wanting eighteen or fifteen hundred because I think your math ain't really the greatest when it, it comes to certain things. So listen. Yeah. I, I got. You. I got it. I got us. I let got me us. tell. Let me tell you. It's funny that I'm in this industry. So I I utilize a calculator to its fullest extent. Oh man. No matter what. Okay. Oh man. So I might not. So you, when off you was, the top of my head can spit numbers out. But I'm in the ballpark, and I got a calculator, B. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so, you, so you one of them kids when we used to uh, have to show our work in math class? I was a show your work Oh, you were? Okay. Person. I thought yes. you was a show your calculator. Like, hey, this is nah. what I got. Okay. Okay. Nah, got because you. I was writing down, I was writing oh, okay. that thing on the paper. Okay. okay. So if I'm writing on the paper, it, <laughs> All right. you okay. I, you know, I have, my personality is to be right. <laughs> so I showed my work. I would agree with you on that one. That is very true. That is very, I, think that's, I think that's women all across the world, oh, actually. whatever. Don't even go down that. Nah, nah, yep, stay look, in your lane. Okay, see, there you go. I look, I look, all right. But, um, but, yeah, so as far as what were we talking about? I lost my thought, train of thought already. You was talking about? Reserves. Reserves, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. So Yeah, that's why eight, you should have used 1500. Uh, you probably wouldn't have forgot. Whatever. So... Like Sophia mentioned, let's say your payment is $1,800, right? Well, we're going to want to see that you have $3,600 potentially or $5,400 potentially saved up. And the way to look at it is like, hey, if you're getting down payment assistance, right, so you're not having to contribute anything to the down payment, then at least you can do is I have a couple of dollars saved, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be different if you were, you know, let's say you had, you know, money saving your down payment was six or seven thousand dollars and then let's say if you put your down payment down then it puts you you know at a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars left then they would say okay that's that's okay because you're contributing this amount of money towards the transaction Mm -hmm. but if you're getting assistance where you're not having to put any down payment towards it then the you know basically they're like hey well if you're if we're giving you the money for the down payment the least you can do is have some money saved right and then in addition to that right Mm -hmm. When you go get an apartment, guess what you have to do? Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to pay your deposit. first month security po- mm-hmm. deposit, and sometimes even a last month, depending on what what county or city you live in. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to have an upfront cost. Correct. So just keep that in mind. Have the savings, save your funds. You can even use retirement accounts. Yep. Um, if you're if you're working and contributing towards your retirement. Yep. As long as you have. Um, what is it called? Uh, the vested amount. Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. that you could pull from. Yeah. And they will even give you the accountability to use that. Yeah. But save. Yeah. Please save. Yeah. And those are some of the things that, at minimum, right? Let's say you get all the assistance in the world. At minimum, there's going to be some upfront cost for you. So even if you were to get closing cost assistance from the seller, even if you get down payment assistance from these special programs you still have to contribute towards your purchase. Yeah. And at minimum, please save your home inspection, earnest money deposit, appraisal, and have some money in the bank. So let's do the math on that real quick, right? So just so kind of folks can kind of get at least a, a roundabout number. So like we said- So we're gonna, say, five, we're gonna start at 300,000, right? Okay. okay, so let's say it's $500 for the earnest money deposit, right? Correct. So then we said for the appraisal, that's another six. That's six hundred dollars, right? So that's eleven hundred dollars yeah. there, right? Yeah. We need your calculator yet, or are you good? No, we good. You so good? Far. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. And then we talked about the home inspection. Mm-hmm. You know, home inspection is. Let's say that's about four fifty. Yeah. Let's say four fifty. All right. So then that would be fifteen fifty yeah. that we're at right mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. And then let's talk about uh, as far as reserves go. Um, yeah, like your uh, your your one percent. Yeah. That's yeah. an additional three thousand dollars. Yep. 
or let's say that monthly payment is let's see three hundred thousand you're probably looking at about in this market what twenty six hundred a month yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. about twenty six hundred a month so multiply that by two now now we need you yeah okay. oh I, I was i was getting a <laughs> 5200 5, times times two no. oh oh you're talking about this times oh time two okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was i was getting a, I a call in the text that's why you tried yeah. to get me you tried to get me when i was vulnerable that's what you try to do y'all see yeah my math be math and sometimes nah, look nah, okay yeah okay but um but yeah but yeah so that's that's uh that's and if you've been working at a, a certain job for let's say let's say you've been at your job for at least five years and you've contributed the the four percent, I mean you should have five thousand in, in your savings. I Correct. Mean, that it may I'm sorry, not in your savings, in your retirement that Correct. you could potentially use, you know, to show the lender that hey, you've been saving. It's Correct. just in my retirement. So Correct. And you you can use like like we talked about, you can use when it comes to the reserves aspect of it. It could be a little bit of your savings you have in your bank account. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be, you know, we talked about retirement as one. Mm-hmm. You have like a stock account, mm-hmm. um, you know, a mutual fund, a brokerage account, like mm-hmm. all the different ways that you could be putting money to CDs. the side to save. Exactly. Those are all, um, you know, things that we can show that, hey, you do have money um, other than what we maybe just see in your bank statement or your bank account. You know, so, you know. It's not a whole lot. I think it's honestly pretty comparable, like Sophia just mentioned. Maybe I've seen in situations where it's actually less money that you need when it comes to buying a home. If you're getting down payment assistance and closing cost assistance, yeah. a lot of times it's less money that you need out of your pocket buying a home than mm-hmm. it is renting a home, You yeah. know, it's, or it's very comparable. Um, but we do want to make sure, because I know a lot of times people, like you said, will come to us and think, hey, I qualify for down payment assistance. A, we're in a market now where sellers are paying closing costs, and that's normally a, a higher rate of that happening. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything. Yep. I can come to you with zero dollars in my bank, and that's that's the furthest from the truth. So we want to make sure that you do understand and know that. And I, like I said, I'm passionate about that because I can't tell how many times people come to me. And I'm like, that doesn't even sound realistic. Just think about it. You're about house, to buy a whole house, and you ain't got not one dollar? Yeah. Like, that only makes sense. I've had someone call me and actually say that to me. Correct. They The first thing, Sophie, I need your help. I ain't got no money. And I need to buy a house. I'm, I didn't know what to, like, I knew what to say, but you also have to be sensitive to, you know, who you're speaking with because you never, you don't want to, you don't want them to take whatever you're saying out of context. But on the other side of the phone, I was like, oh my goodness, how are you, how are we going to pull this off? Because if, you know, something happens, let's, let's, let's say hypothetically, and this is, you know, hypothetically, let's say, your garbage disposal go out. <laughs> I mean, that's that's. I mean, believe it or not, a garbage disposal goes out. You really can't access your sink in the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. On one side, at least. I mean, eventually, you know, you probably can't access either side. But let's say that goes out. You don't have any money saved. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, a garbage disposal only costs what, hundred fifty bucks, two hundred bucks. Then you gotta have a plumber come out. That's another two hundred bucks. That's $400 that you have to pay. If you don't have any money saved to buy the house, then you're not going to have any money to fix anything that's in the house. So you always want to make sure that you're aware that now you're you're pretty much the landlord. So Correct. if anything goes goes wrong in that property, you have to be able to fix responsible. it. Responsible. Yeah, you're and responsible for it, for sure. And you always want to fix everything, for the most part, you know, to the best of your ability. I mean, you're not going to go around just trying to fix everything, but... You do want to keep it tidy because when it comes time for resale, you pretty much can make all the money that you've contributed into the home. Correct. As long as you keep the property value up. Correct. And the best way to do that is to keep up with the property. Make sure that you keep it in a, in a good condition to where it can be sold. Correct. Yeah, that's right. So, more of the story, save. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely save money. Like I said, it's going to cost a couple of dollars um, to purchase a home. So we want to make sure and encourage you that you're positioning yourself, like I said, because I can't tell you how many times where the the transactions of a purchase can get stressful towards the end Mm -hmm. because we're waiting for you to get paid again, you know, know, to be able to show additional Mm -hmm. funds for you. Or there's monies that you have that you may think is your money, but when it comes to buying a house, it isn't your money, right? So you may have you know, money robbing Peter to pay Paul, as I mentioned before, that's a famous term where, you know, you have things that that money's already accounted for and, you know, the money that's in your bank account that you think is yours isn't really truly when it comes to the funds that we can use for the transaction. So, you know, we definitely want to, and like I said, we always tell people, I mean, 
you know, if you if you have any questions or if you just want to kind of like, you know, hey, I'm going to buy a home in the next, you know, three, four or five months, you can call us. You know, yeah. we can actually go over these things with you so you can kind of prepare yourself. I actually had a buddy yeah. of mine who I grew up with who lives down in North Carolina. I mean, he said, hey, man, I'm in a lease right now. My lease is up this summer. He was like, but I want to position myself right now. So when it comes to be buying a home this summer, everything is is you know yeah. like I'm, I'm just worried about what house i want i don't want to have to worry about anything else because he's heard so much horror stories just me having conversations with him and him hearing it from other people that's purchased homes man so i appreciate stuff like that like i appreciate yeah. people coming four or five months ahead of time you know we get on our track say hey we check in every two weeks maybe every month to kind of make sure that you're doing those things and then so hey when it's time to go ahead and make that move you're ready and it's just yeah. a matter of finding what home works for you versus trying to figure out oh i gotta put this money here i gotta make sure i get this like yeah. you know that could be really stressful and then some of these uh these government programs where they're giving you this down payment assistance they're very specific as to how they want to see your bank statement so correct a lot of people get upset with us as the 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 mortgage banker or the loan officer because we're basically following the guidelines of these grant programs correct and if they want to see more information, we have to ask. And Correct. in order to get you into this home, it may be redundant. And Correct. unfortunately, that's what's needed in order to get you to the finish line. Gotcha. So when you have funds and it's very clear that it's your saved funds, it's your retirement, it's not you, you know, transferring from this account, like he said, <laughs> mm-hmm. stealing from Peter to pay Paul. Yep. You know, any of that difficulty, um, that's just more questions for you as a consumer to answer. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. um, preparing is, is definitely the best thing to do, best route to go, and save. Try to save towards your transaction so you 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 don't have to be in that bind um, during the transaction. Yeah, that's true. All right, true. so um, next, exercise your knowledge. So at the beginning of the segment, we discussed or we asked the, the viewers or uh, people that's listening to um, think about a question, and we're going to now reveal it. So earlier in the segment, the question was, if a lender um, asks you to provide a transaction history or bank statement, can you identify the difference? Yeah, it's a good question. It's so, a good question. Um, when I do drum roll? Yeah, okay. drum roll. And really no drum roll, but... Uh, <laughs> right. So the answer is... <laughs> yeah, it's a little explained. It's not like a simple, you know, yeah, one thing or another. There's no yes yeah. or no. Yeah. Um... So there is a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Every month, every financial institution, including Cash App, they're required to give you a monthly statement that shows your transactions for that particular month. Mm-hmm. Now, every lender is, I mean, every um, bank is different. You may bank at an institution where your statements are the 1st through the 30th, but then you may bank out a financial institution where they count the 30 days from the day you open the account. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, you are you're going to get a 30 day a 30 day statement or 31 day statement. That's it's it's by law. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> they have they have, they have to you know show you what your transactions what your were transactions a ledger were. of your transactions were over that over a 30 period daytime. Yes. You know 30 30 30 days I should say. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now your transaction history is a little bit different. Yeah. So, as we stated, the bank statement is for 30 days. So, it all it may be backdated. So, if I ask you for a statement and today is, let's see, the 27th of January, your statement may only have went up until January 15th, and then that's the cutoff. So, your statement was from December 15th to January 15th. And that's the most recent statement. But if I want to see your transactions from... January 15th until today the 27th then that's when we'll ask you for a transaction history so Correct. your transaction history is kind of similar to when you open your phone and you look at your online bank and you go through and you start scrolling through looking at your transactions yep that's your transaction history so it's two completely different things two di- completely different requests so yep. I know that as a lender I ask for bank statements all the time yeah I, I, I we have to ask for bank statements right yeah but every time I ask, I get a transaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens way, way too much. Every single time. Or screenshots, time. So, or yep. screenshots of stuff that's on their phone, like you yes. just said, which is technical. I mean, it falls under that transaction history. It does. But and everybody's like, what, what's, what do you mean statement? I don't yeah. get statements. I'm yeah. like, 
Just go on, go on your if you if you have if you're sending me this, you you have a statement. Go yeah. on your online account, and like I said, you click view statement. You know w whatever verbiage that your bank uses, but they do have some type of monthly breakdown of the transactions, yep. your beginning and ending balance during that period of time. That's very and so true. that's what that's what we asked for. But you you write something as simple as that. It's like it's like almost pulling teeth sometimes just having people provide us that information. That's not good enough. No. No, it's not. It's not, it's not what we ask for. According to Fanny, yeah. it's not good enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. And then sometimes, just to kind of say this part too, when we um when we get the transaction history, you know, for it to be official, because there is a lot of fraud that's done in our industry. Yes. You know, we have to. If you're printing it offline yourself, it has to have that URL at the bottom, right? So it has mm -hmm. to have that website that it actually directly came from, so mm -hmm. we can confirm, like, hey, it came from you know, the exact place that it, it looks to have come from, right? Right. Um, you know, or if you go into the bank and, you know, your actual bank and have them print it off for you, then we have to have it signed and stamped yes. um, by the person that helped you. That makes it official as well. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of times people can manipulate documents. Um, and a lot of times transaction history doesn't have your name or any information. Correct. It doesn't identify who you doesn't are. doesn't identify who yeah. you are. Yeah. So. yeah. I remember you telling me you had a situation recently where someone sent you, I think you said like, Remember when you were having a conversation? Because Sophia and I will have like, because you know, obviously we do the same thing. Like we have different buyers that we help, but it's like a lot of the conversations we have are the same because a lot of the things that she's that she has that comes to her, you know, the deal that she has to deal with, I do as well. You know, so mm -hmm. we'll bounce things off of each other all the time. But I remember you recently saying something of the sort of like you had a buyer send you a transaction history, and I think you had kind of pushed back and was like, hey. Like we need, you know, this doesn't identify you, and you. They were like, you know what, you're right. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you're right, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I was. Like, I, I told him. I said, take a look at the document. Do you see your name on there? Right. Yeah, <laughs> she it could was be like, anybody. no. I was like, well, how do I know? Yeah, how, yeah, how I know how this do is I yours? Know who yeah, just because is. you sent it to me, don't necessarily mean it's yours. Like, exactly. You know? So sometimes yeah. that bright that uh, light bulb moment goes yeah. off, and um, they they understand where we're coming from. Correct. You know. Correct. So, Correct. Like I said. There's a difference. Knowing the difference is key. So that way, when it's requested from you, you at least know, like, hey, okay, I'm going to look at this specific, look, looking for this specific item. Correct. And monthly statements are required, even in Cash App. I don't know if you guys even know how to access your statements in Cash App, but you cannot access them from your phone. You have no. to log into Cash App on a computer, and you can yep. actually get a statement from there as well. So any anytime there's some type of, with the exception of Bitcoin, because <laughs> Bitcoin, they, they're in their own. I don't even think they're FD, FDIC or insured or nah, any type of. Decentralized. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have their own space, I yeah. guess you can say. Yeah. Um, but if it's a financial institution or any type of transaction having um, platform, they have to give you a statement to let you know, like, how where your monies went and how they were transacted, basically. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And plus, I wouldn't, I mean, would you want to put your money into a place where they can't keep track of it? Yeah. I don't think that that's. No, nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to do that. Because yeah. <laughs> if you ever need I remember, something. Correct. You, you, you would definitely want something that you could reference, right? And I remember seeing a study. It was funny. Um, we'll, we'll wrap up on this point. But I remember seeing a study where they said that the average person looks at the money that they have in their account at least. I think it was like 10 or 12 times a day. Oh. And so it's, I just thought that that was kind of funny a little bit because it's like, you know, what makes you have to look at it that much? Like, like people be thinking people get like they robbing your account. You know what I'm saying? Like I, probably no. Yeah. I think I think no no. I think what it is. Well, I know I mean I know people like you know you, you got stuff going on, but they said like. They normally, before someone goes to sleep, they look at their bank account. Uh -huh. When they wake up first thing in the morning because they think something happened while they were asleep, uh -huh. throughout the day, they're consistently checking, even if they're not necessarily using any money. It was just a funny thing. Like, I was like, dang. Like, And I, I know I look at my stuff occasionally, but honestly, I, I used to look at it a lot, but I don't even really look at it like that no more. I kind of like when I'm paying bills, I kind of look and kind of summarize, okay, what's going on or whatever. But it's funny. Like, I mean, a lot of people, they, they look at their account all the time. You so, know what I mean? So... My opinion on that is you're probably seeing they, they prob the people that they're tracking is probably people who are pretty much use, utilizing the account transaction specific. Right? Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is, is say I have $500 in the account 
and then I go spend two hundred. Then I go spend fifty. Then I go spend twenty. Then I go spend five. Then I go spend thirty. Then I go. They're like penny pension towards yeah. that five hundred. So you have you have to keep up with it. And then you know just what in the last 10, 15 years, bank fees have gotten ridiculous. Like yeah. every time you overdraft, it's like a twenty five, thirty five dollar fee, and then they just they just add up. Yeah. And so um, I think that a lot of people utilize the app and they log in and look at it so much because they they're not keeping track of their spending like our parents did because yeah. our parents used a ledger they yeah. had the bank well, that's that's i guess I, I'm, I'm hitting at a bigger product that's what i'm saying like my, our parents did have the big the checkbook no they you had the I mean? checkbook yeah, so like yeah. if, if stuff didn't balance at the yeah, end of the hold month let me look at this like, hold on hold on i got i got i got these <laughs> paper mache receipts right here what you talking about you know what i'm saying i remember when yeah. my dad came to me like I, when i was like early 20s he was like Oh, look at this. And I'm like, you, you still use a checkbook? <laughs> and then I would have clients, because well, I was in the, in the banking space before I got into mortgage, so I used to be a personal banker, and I was a small business specialist. So I used to sit down sometimes with some of my older people and help them um, balance their checkbooks. And you know what was crazy was it got so bad mm-hmm. that the bank started charging Oh wow! for our time. Because I can see that. Yeah. You had to schedule an appointment and you had to have like it was like um they would have a special department Mm -hmm. that would uh do it because they were taking they were taking time from other stuff that could be people that were in the branches. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So there would be someone like on the back end in customer customer support that would balance it for them. Yeah. And then send it to the bank and they could come pick it up from us. Yeah, it was it was nuts. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so I guess the moral of that story is is just kind of understand what your transaction history is, what your bank statement is. If you've never even utilized a bank statement before, log into your online yeah, banking. Yeah, log in, kind of take a look at take it. Take a look at Play it. Play around with it. See, yep. see what you got going on. You might have some stuff you never even knew that was going on. Yep. There, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. What's up next? Um, what we got going? I know this weekend, um, we missed my son's game last weekend, like I mentioned, because we went to go see yeah. North Carolina Tar Heels. So, um, he's eager to get back on the court, so he has a game tomorrow at 11, so mm-hmm. definitely be locked in for that. Um, outside of that, I think it's supposed to be decent weather tomorrow. It's supposed to be okay. sunny, like in the 50s, if I'm not mistaken, so you know, typically on the weekend we'll try to do something you know, family-oriented, so yeah. um, you know, we'll probably, like after his game, maybe go grab lunch somewhere. I'm a, we like uh, breweries, you know, so maybe go check out a brewery, kind of have the kids run around, and get some lunch, get some food and some drinks. Um, mm-hmm. And then Sunday, uh, which is pretty cool, um, I haven't been, well, yeah, the, it's a church that my wife grew up in. Um, so there's two people there that um, that she knew while she was growing up who, um, are, that act, the husband, I should say, it's so the husband and wife, the husband, um, he married us. And so um, we hadn't really talked to them recently. Um, obviously, the pandemic, they haven't seen our daughter who's uh who's old, over two now about to be three in a couple months that was because of the pandemic and everybody keeping distance or whatnot um during that time and she was born right at the beginning of the pandemic so um you know they've been asking about the kids and everything so we're actually going to go to go to church on sunday morning and um you know check them out see how they're doing and um so they can check to see how you know, look at the kids and you know see the kids and everything like that so that's pretty fun looking forward to that catching up with them for a little bit and then um, Sunday afternoon slash evening is the big game. My boys play, man, so I'm going to be locked in. I know uh, the fellas, my boys in the neighborhood, um, we'll probably end up getting together, maybe watching a little bit of the game together, you know, maybe get a, a stogie, a cigar going and some drinks, you know, trying to, you know, see if the boys can take uh, take the Eagles out. So that's pretty much what I got on my agenda. On Monday, too, I got um, every year my buddy Cavell. Um, he's been on the show before. Or, um, you know, we, me, him, and a couple other guys – um, that are all within the real estate um, in industry, uh, we'll get together and um, just kind of like a, a dinner together and kind of chop it up because everyone's life is fast-paced. We kind of keep up with each other, but we also don't know every single thing that's going on personally and professionally with each other. Um, so we'll get together once a year around this time of the year to kind of see how things are going, see what each other has goals-wise so we can kind of check with each other, make sure everyone's on pace to try to do what they're supposed to do. So yeah. um, looking forward to that as well. Um, that's always a good time. I, mean, I think last time I picked the bill up, so – I know I'm I'm not paying this time. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, for me, um, I will be going out of town tomorrow. Um, it, well, actually, no. I take that back. I got the notification today that um, 
my cousin's daughter's mother has COVID, so we are mm. going out of town. But the plan was that we were going to go out of town tomorrow, celebrate a birthday, come back Sunday, and then, you know, volleyball day all day on Sunday. Um, Monday and Tuesday, my kids are out of school, so you know how that goes. Um, I actually got a meeting with uh, my oldest child's principal on uh, uh, Monday, and that's a whole nother situation. I'll have to tell y'all that in the next segment. You tell me what you think about it. <laughs> um, besides that, I know that you are doing the Langley um, Air Force yeah, Base event that's true. that yeah, I, I can't attend. That. Yeah, on Wednesday, um, um, Wednesday, um, another agent that I work with, Sophia and I both actually work with, mm-hmm. um, she just actually got out of the military. I actually helped her purchase her home um, last year. It was, it was, I think it was last year. Last yeah. year here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was within the last year or two. I know it was okay. during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She purchased a home recently. Um, she actually came over from Germany. She was stationed out there for a couple of years. And, um, but she's a, re- she's a real estate agent now. And so uh, we went on base before and talked uh, to some folks that are active duty about their VA loan. And so this, uh, you know, we kind of had uh, not the greatest amount of people come, but we kind of planned a lot better this time. And so she texted me actually today and told me she had um, 12 RSVPs already. Perfect. So that's that's actually good. And, and this time, the time we're doing it and the place we're doing it on base is a little bit better as well. So yeah. we're looking forward to that. I mean, even that the, 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 when we had it the first time, wasn't very many people came. But, it, you know, the people that did come, you know, thought it was very, you know, informational as far as, like, you know, how many times you can use your VA loan. We talked about that before. Like, they just didn't know. You yeah. know, so it was pretty cool. Well, so I'm looking forward to I don't think they even have a class for that. So if you know how to get us on base to speak to everybody yeah. <laughs> about the VA loan, yeah. hit us up. <laughs> Let go. us know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so outside of that, we also have, um, no, you have the ODU event. Yeah, Thursday. Um, Thursday, ODU basketball game. Yeah, a couple agents. I got. I always do that once a year. I know we take some folks out to a basketball game, a football game, just kind of like a – I guess you could say appreciation, you know, yeah. so I'm definitely looking forward to that. I haven't seen ODU play at all this year. Let me check out a couple of games. I need to probably take my son out to check one game out, too. The season's actually – February is going to be next week. So I know the season's uh, yep. starting to kind of finish up here at the end of the month, end of February. So um, looking forward to that. That should be pretty fun as well. So a busy week coming up in and out the month of January, kicking off February. So Yeah, my son's birthday yeah. coming up. Woo-wee. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, so that's all we have uh, right. coming up. I guess we'll check in next week to let you know how everything went. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, we always like to leave you with a motivational quote of the day. So uh, you want to take the I'll let you rock. Okay. Let you rock. All right, so yeah. listen, guys, I was in a store. I usually, you know, a few times a year, always I, I get notebooks, and I like to write down notes and stuff like that. So I'm in a store, and I'm like, oh, man, like I need, I actually need to get a, a, a new notebook because the one that I have is pretty much on this last like few pages. So I pick up this notebook, and on top it had a quote. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm buying this notebook, and it's going to be my quote of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so quote of the day is, attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect, and you mirror what you admire. Mm. I like that. That was yeah. fire. That was yeah. fire. Yeah, I like that a lot. I remember you told me about that. Um, I think you said you saw it actually yesterday. So yeah. I was like, yeah, that'd be a dope quote. Yeah. So that, that's that's good. It that's was really actually, nice. yeah. yeah. It was perfect because yeah. we were getting ready to record today. Yeah. 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 So um, that's all the time that we have for you guys today. Um, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Mine is SKB underscore mortgage. And I'm Brian underscore Royster. Yep. So, yeah. All right. So, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week.